I replaced the hatch, refastened the hasps, and shot my beam around the study. A closet. In five jerky steps, I was plunging into a line of hanging coats, pulling the folding door closed behind me. A beat later, just as I snapped off my light, the study door creaked open and then closed again. A heavy silence followed, wherein I was sure Grandpa could sense my presence. He uttered one of his strange words, Serare. Pressure built in my ears as the floorboards clicked and a dangling bulb flooded the room with weak light. I stiffened in my crouch. Grandpa's tall figure entered my view through the seam above the closet door's middle hinge, his back to me. I released my breath and blinked to moisten my eyes. Though the man usually carried himself like a ruler, his shoulders sloped now, as though bearing a large load. He set his cane and fedora on the desk, and, sighing, ran a hand through his thinning hair. The silver ring with the dragon gleamed dully on his middle finger. I once asked Nana why Grandpa was so quiet. What I was really asking, of course, was why he paid me so little heed. Nana seemed to understand, her lips creasing into a tender smile. When your grandfather was a young man, she explained, he fought in a long war, an awful war. He saw many terrible things. Some people never recover from that kind of experience. Do you mean World War II? I asked. She didn't nod, only repeated, An awful war. From the closet, I watched Grandpa pace in front of his desk. Seeming to arrive at some resolve, he straightened and turned to the nearest bookcase. Svelare, he said, another strange word, spoken with depth and resonance. A charge stirred the air, and the bookcase rippled. In the time it took for me to lean closer to the door seam, the books became other books. No more encyclopedias or insurance manuals. Humming quietly, Grandpa skipped his fingers across folios and old leather bindings. I was studying Latin in school and could translate several of the titles. But man, were they weird. Grandpa's fingers stopped at an especially large tome. Book of Souls and drew it out. Motes of light fluttered from the spreading pages. He waved at them absently until they dissipated. Turning slowly, the book opened at his chest. He traced a finger across the page, lips moving. Maybe from staring at Grandpa for so long without blinking, an amethyst hue seemed to take shape around him. I squeezed my eyes closed and opened them again, but the hue remained. When a hard knock sounded, I tried to angle my view toward the study door. Nana? But with the second bout of knocking, I realized it wasn't coming from the door. It was coming from Grandpa's steamer trunk.